In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. How are you? What's happening? What's going on? I'm mad that I didn't have President's Day off. And I thought, and I forgot that it was... You didn't? No. And I forgot that it was a holiday. And so I was like, all right, we're recording this morning. Like, let's go. I'm up. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, we didn't. I, so many people I, did. I mean, I had a moment. I was like 10 minutes into the episode. I'm like, um, I don't think I'm going to be able to finish it uh, <laughs> before we start taping. Um, no, we're listen, I it's a confusing day because you're like, it's it just pops out of nowhere. You're like, I guess this is a day off. And then, you know, here in New York, the streets were buzzing. You know, Sunday night, people were out. The, Isn't there was, a lot um, of snow there right now? No, no, it's just generally freezing. That storm was overhyped. New York City is just such a different beast snow-wise than Long Island or New Jersey, so I can't speak to what they're going through. But, I, I mean, like, going through, I don't think it was anything. Like, I had a show Saturday night, and people came from New Jersey. Like, I think this is just, there's, like, no live. I mean, it's why this show is so much fun to watch. It's like a relic. It's the only program you can like watch live and have on and feel like you know what day of the week it is and you know i mean i've 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 given this opinion a lot just like the loss of local tv and local commercials and just knowing like you know streaming kind of puts you in this like weird vacuous it could be 3 a.m it could be 3 p.m it doesn't i don't know where i am in the world like you know I, i maybe that's just our age like we're maybe the last generation to like know your place on the map and in the time of day based on what's on the TV. Like, no, you know, exactly. seeing Wheel of Fortune, you know, it means something placement wise. And also it's interesting because I was actually just talking about this recently, how nobody watches live TV anymore other than sports and The Bachelor. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I mean. Right now, I know I've, I'm sure you've gotten the same messages of people wondering if we're going to watch Love is Blind. And, you know, we're not. Um, but, you know, all of a sudden these people are on TikTok and they're coming up my feed because we're on the reality TV feed. None of them make me want to watch the show. Like, I like this is me and maybe my problem. But like, you know, this one, a couple women are like, I guess one of the women said she looked like Megan Fox and she doesn't. Not quite. So, like, yet. I, I, and, 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 are, are you watching it? I did watch the first half of Love Is Blind. I am a, a Love Is Blind watcher. I could never. Are you do enjoying Love is Blind. it? Should I get in? I honestly, I just haven't. It depends. It's so it, that that show seemingly is season dependent, but maybe people could say that about The Bachelor too. No, it is definitely season dependent, but it's also just really interesting watching people do this because almost no one does this anymore like there's no you're never meeting anyone that you've never at least seen you know a, what i mean a, a, like, like a version of a person we right there's there's few originals left you know and, yeah. and yeah. i try to put myself in that in that mindset where um okay i've i remember like growing up and like being like online on aim or like chatting with somebody and developing feeling like i have this like relationship with someone but then you have to put yourself when you actually see them in person, you have this image of them in your head that you thought they were or that you kind of created. And then this other human walks out. It's a complete stranger, even though you've been talking for, you know. Oh, you're talking about like like the people in the pods. Yes. That, that, that whole. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think that's yeah. such and a weird thing. I mean, that, they have to like completely reintroduce them, their minds to who they were right. speaking to. It's a rewiring, you know, yeah. so to speak, right? It's interesting. I could yeah. never do it. That's not, this is not going to be a me show. I'll never be on that show because no. to me, love is not blind. 
I've been nominating you for the Bachelorette for years to be the <laughs> main character. I've been. I'm ready I've been, for that. Uh, I can do my that. brother and I, we both were always uh, of the mind that Kay should be the Bachelorette. Maybe um, one day. Who knows? If you be the, and then, or knows? you could be the Bachelor. I don't know. Get some hot twenty know. somethings on there and <laughs> see what happens. I mean, I, if I was ever the Bachelor, to bring it back to this episode i'm studying joe joey i'm i'm like a fan of his i gotta say me too uh, um and it's funny i mean we'll go into some hot topics some news items nick vial calls out joey for taking the easy way out on the bachelor so i, I guess he was saying that he because he didn't send anyone home outside of the structure of the show that he was being nice to people and not really getting to know them. Is that his opinion? Yeah. I mean, until now, obviously, we see Jess goes home outside of the rose ceremony. But right. I mean, I don't think I don't think that's I disagree with Nick Vial, which I usually do. But I, it, it's too early for the opinion because we just saw him do. With Jess. Yeah. Send someone home. And honestly, like. Even with Jess, like it made sense there. Like he's getting to know them. Like he's get he's giving himself the amount of time he wants to give himself. I don't know. I I maybe we're biased because we've kind of decided that we like Joey. But um, and you know Nick, you know to me this is another you know Nick Vial's mad at Joey for not being a producer on his own show and going for the extreme route that gets mm-hmm. more headlines, and then doing that saying this because he knows it'll get a headline like his PR people put this quote out there of course so so like it's Nick doing Nick you know by making you know taking the other side of Joey he knows it's a hot take he knows everyone likes Joey so he's the guy who doesn't like him you know it's tough to bullshit a bullshitter I'm a bullshitter Okay, I, I, you know like I, I, Listen, I, you're not fooling me <laughs> yeah I, I, it's just a it's classic Nick move. Um, so Nick should be thanking Joey for letting him have this little soundbite that makes headlines, quote unquote. Right. Nick, see, that's a hot take. That's the definition to me is, oh, everyone's doing that. Everyone's going that way. Well, I'm going to go this way because now I'm on the other side of a debate and I've got, you know, people disagreeing with me because they love Joey. I, I, it's just not an honest opinion. No. And then. Caitlin Bristow then got mad at Nick Vial for making a sexual dig on Jason Tardick's Instagram. So in a February 6th episode of her podcast, she said she thought at one point in her life she thought she was asexual. Yeah. Nick Vial then commented on Jason's IG photo, a shirtless pic, and said nothing asexual about this. Caitlin's response, aloha to everyone except for people who make fun of my sexuality for likes. Having a libido expert on the pod soon. DM the podcast page for questions. Hey, it's Alien versus Predator. Right, Whoever wins, I'm we saying. lose. This is the two a showdown of awfuls. And I like Caitlin, but I, when I do too, Caitlin knows wow. what she's doing. Like, you know, Caitlin, right? She's immediately don't make fun of me for my sexuality. You know, she goes into you know buzzy words when this is just yeah, he's a dick. Her her response was way better than I think either of our responses would probably be. I would be like, fuck you, bro. Like, go take care of your kid. Like, (laughs) leave leave me and my relationship or like my ex and my sexuality out of this. Aren't you busy being a dad? Right. Yeah. Like, I, well, I think our, that response is more, I, that would be our response of like, fuck off yeah, right. would be our response, which would sound worse, but actually is more honest. Like, the, I just don't, you know, leave my, you know, like, I, my sexual, I don't know. It, it, it's like, I know what, yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry to be, I don't know if people even listen to podcasts for this opinion of like, ugh. <laughs> you know, I like, know. I'm just like, Nick just does things for attention and is what it is. Yeah, he's got a PR person, they got a plan. He's got to, you know, keep he's got to keep saving for the, you know, the college tuition plan. I I you know, I God. I, 
I don't know. I like Joey, and he's been such a breath of fresh air on this show, and it's been the best season it's been in, like, years. And then to have, like, this guy come in and just kind of, like, you know, give dishonest takes. It's, he's yucking our yum. Yeah, and, and it's like, I don't know how, you know, you have to be searching for these for the take of Joey's too nice. Like, I don't know, I... Uh, I see more eye to eye with Joey than I do Nick on this one. And then you like compare him to like Clayton, who we've been seeing like weirdly dance on TikTok and stuff. And it's like the stark difference between those two types of bachelors, like Joey and a Clayton is. Oh, he compared the two. No, but I'm just saying like, why are we shitting on Joey when we have Clayton (laughs) out here who was completely unhinged? (sighs) Yeah, well, I, I, I did. You, I saw. I mean, another hot news or hot off the press. I saw him do a podcast, Clayton, where he's talking about he was embroiled in a "you're not the father" type of situation. Oh yeah, and, and he was bent out of shape, man. And I felt for him. I really did feel like he was going through something. Like whatever that was, it looked like it had been like weighing on him for a long time and you know Mm -hmm. well when he found out he decided to post an instagram real video on his page and he was like "Woo, got through this and then he like pans up and like shows like his whole body and like shakes his dick on camera (laughs) come on (laughs) really (laughs) (laughs) see sometimes we get the news like as we start this show like i don't even like, I didn't even see this Nick Vial thing until we started here. I didn't even see the Caleb person. Then you you find out I gotta send you Clayton's doing later. the wiggle. The wiggle. On. Truly. <laughs> I was like, what? really, right now, you're choosing to do this move and zoom in on this right now as you d- find out that you're not the father? Are we okay? I, <laughs> That's so no. unserious. Literally, everyone listening now pauses to go find the mm-hmm. wiggle. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What did you think of last night's episode? It made me like Maria even more. And like, I, I'm really liking the girls in general. I like these women more than I have liked in past seasons. Well, I, I will say this to kind of refute what Nick is saying. And this is the reason I named this episode. Mm. The women he's keeping around are adults or yeah. are at least acting like adults. The people that he's like, and not to say all the people he's eliminated because like, you know, Caitlin last night seemed awesome. Like she's the one whose family was cursed by a witch and no one's going to find love. Mm-hmm. But she seems very cool and with it and together. But like with sending Jess home and Leia 
it does seem like he's like, I want someone, you know, knows who they are, knows what they want, and is like a, a force. You know, yeah. it, it does feel like he wants a partner, a sparring partner to date. And I mean that in like, I, I hope that comes off the right way. I know way. what you're I, talking I, about, yeah. He doesn't want someone who just wants to be married. He wants someone who's got an opinion. Like, and that's why Maria gets more likable by the day. That's why the Lexi kind of, you know, with the baby, which was like no harm, no foul. Like those were two people that were upset that they, it wasn't going to work out. You know, like my name was Joey wants a woman. He does. Like it does. And, and that's respectable. I think that's why Joey's liked as the bachelor. I think that's why it's interesting. And it's hard for him. Like, I, I don't know. I feel, I feel him a lot. Like, uh, you know, I'm sitting here. You want to date someone you're attracted to and into, like, there's a lot made of looks on this show. But, like, to bring it back to Nick, Nick Vial is very good at making people talk about him. But I I will say, like, Nick does things for a storyline. And it seems that Joey is really trying to figure this out. I don't know. I, I Again, Doing I'll accept my biases. Yeah. No, I agree. But all the, like, bullshit, like, now he's starting to suss those people out and... It's and like Maria is like an example of like to me, Maria feels more like Kate Hudson in, ten, uh, in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is she's giving a great, that, great comparison. Yeah, because she's like she's confident, but she also isn't really great at saying the things she wants to say. She is a little bit futzing around. She's acting very much herself, it seems. So yeah, it, 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 that's kind of what I kept thinking of when I when when she was on her one on one date. What do you think? First of all, I love that comparison because you're so right. She's kind of like, she's very like aware but kind of ditzy and herself. Like the whole, um, you know, walking up to the dinner date. You've you feel like you have to put on some sort of show sometimes when you're on these dates and especially with like mm. you're in a gown and you're like having this nice dinner in a cathedral or whatever and you know she's like wait which chair do I sit in and he's like you're in this one over here and she's like okay right right you know like stuff like that is so humanizing and I like it she I've always said that Kate Hudson in the how to lose a guy in 10 days character she's uh, a, like a female version of a superhero I think I've said it here before maybe yeah. like because in that movie she like does all the things you would make a woman might hold back from doing while also not catching feelings for the guy. Yes. But then in the end, they both catch feelings for each other. But like the idea that I can spend this much time around someone being totally my the the most hidden version of myself while he sticks around and I can't get and, and it doesn't push him away. And, and Maria kind of has that. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal, right? So that's why really she's is. like Iron Man. She's like, you know, she's like Captain America in a in a female sense. And I think Maria, because I I went and like did like a little browse of the hashtag on Twitter to see like what the talk was. And mm. there's a lot of Maria support out there. A lot. I see it on TikTok. Yes. And she's, um, I think she embodies like fun taking my life seriously, but also like not really trying to be anything but herself. And I think a lot of like women out there who are dating or aspiring to that. Sometimes you go on a date and I'll say this for myself, male, female, whatever you identify as my, well, you go on a date, you go, was I me? Did mm -hmm. I, did I, was I, was I what I want to put out there? Was I right. the version of me? And I think when you watch Maria in the, you know, on the pretty woman date, you go and then she's like forcing and they're being flirty and she's forcing him to say like, I love you in French because she knows that French and he so doesn't. That was so cute. Very cute. Very I cute. So that. and then I got scared that I did get scared in that moment for Joey. I was like. Maybe she's not into him, you know, maybe she goes, I don't know, I kind of like was like I, I maybe I'm falling for all the editing tricks that they keep doing, but I was like, is she going to like back away is she gonna you realize know? i got him and now go oh shit interesting I'm in. interesting take that is very interesting they brought that up because if you think about it usually when i go on dates 
maybe I'm not as into the guy like from like leading up to it or like if you show up to the date and you meet them for the first time and you're like, oh, there's not Mm. that like instant kind of connection, you know? And then the rest Mm -hmm. of the date, I'm super chill. I'm not nervous. I'm like saying whatever I want, doing whatever. I feel more relaxed because I don't care as much. And Mm -hmm. I wonder if that could be what's happening here. She's like, I'm just going to do whatever I want because I don't really care. Right, I'm on a show. This is a show, whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you have like puppy dog Joey like being like, so I'm in love. Let's do this. And now you. You know, you gotta, you know, water, water everywhere, not a drop to drink, you know, so to speak. Exactly. Um, what did you call this episode? I called this episode Oh Canada because I just, I think it's really funny that we go from being in like these beautiful countries in Europe and then we're like, hey, we're going back west. <laughs> well, it is so funny. I agree because it's like, they do everything they can to convince you whatever city they go to is the most romantic city in the world. And then you have Montreal, which is Montreal is a fun city. Montreal is a very European city been. in North America. You've never been? No. Oh, it's it's cool. I mean, like Montreal is very cool. But, you know, the it's not Paris. Like, like, yeah, like, like you know, <laughs> if someone said that to you, you'd be like, oh, sh- you're just trying to like put lipstick on a pig. And it's like. It is funny because like they're anywhere they go, they do that. Like when they go to Cleveland, they're like, oh, my God, Cleveland, you know, like City and, of love or some shit. Right. Right. But it's like it's even more like this city was in on it because of all the French and because yeah. of like it does have like old Montreal is like very much looks European. Like it's very, you know, and French is the official language. Like I've been. A couple, few times. It's, I mean, oh, it's okay. fun. It's great town. Yeah, I uh, and great food, good deli, good bagels, the Montreal style bagel. You're convincing Always me. A fan. All I need is all I need is a good food layout somewhere, and I'm in. I, I listen. I you could find that in Montreal. So we see. We basically open the episode. Joey's crying because he's just not. You know, I, I I think it's you know he's feeling it, and I would say. It does seem like he's connected with every, you know, with a lot more women leading up to now. And he's going to have to, like, make some hard decisions. But, like, I think he's given he's given himself to the whole thing, it seems as though. You yeah. Know? And I, I've been getting a lot of DMs of people being like, you know, it's giving like they're talking about Joey's reaction and how, like, insecure he is about worried, being worried about not finding the person or not being, um you know, having that feeling reciprocated. And then I, we have to remember that Joey was about to get on one knee and Charity had to yank him back up. Right. Like, that's he, brutal. He went through it. I would be traumatized. He wanted it, and he was good about it. That's why we forget. Like, yeah. he was, he basically was like, ah, oh. remember? We were we even yeah. talked about it here. We were like, he, like, oh, he kind of was no. like, oh, okay, <laughs> good luck. Uh, enjoy <laughs> enjoy your life, you know. Yeah, and so we have this group date, and it's basically the group date was kind of off. It was um, like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, poutine. They're taking souvenirs from guy, but basically the all the whole the whole vibe from every person they interviewed was like it seemed like all of them had been given enough of a chance to be like, I need to figure out if we're something. And now they're on a group date, not being able to really figure that out, being nice around yeah. people that they've had to live with kind of like no one wants to step on toes, but everyone wants to like, Hey, are we going to be a thing? It yeah. did feel like that. And everybody's feelings were hurt. Like you could see everybody just yeah. feeling everybody felt left out at a certain point in time. And, you really have to step up on these group dates. And I and I kind of get annoyed. Uh, annoyed is the wrong word. But like watching the girls be like, well, Jen keeps doing this and this and this. It's like, well, then you do something. You right. have to like, yeah. you have to try. You can't just like hang in the background. They're like, oh, well, Rachel stole him to dance. And it's like, you could have done that. That's it, it, That's allowed. Or when people like kiss him during certain things you guys can all do this you just have to be the one to be bold and make that decision right and it kind of did feel like a maturity thing like it felt like 
you know, like, I mean, we get to the Jess part. They go to the nighttime portion of the date, and Jess is, like, complaining about not getting time and I need to say something. And it's like, just like you're saying, you're right. Like, go. You, you could have. No one's stopping you. Yeah, like, you could have made all these moves earlier in the day, and then the yeah that was that was brutal watching her go home. Well, then Jess goes and says she's falling for him, but it's like, it, and it was a show of immaturity, like to go up to him and be like, "I'm falling for you. you. Haven't had time together. That feels like a strategy more than it is an actual feeling you had. Maybe you're falling for the idea that there's a guy here who wants to get married at the end of this, but I don't think you and and. Joey looks at her and is like, "Okay, we got to get you out of here. You are ahead of where I am, where ahead of where I could ever be with you." He leads her out. She has this big, "I'm confused. I, I never saw this coming. It's like, what did I do wrong?" All immature things. All just not really. Yeah. You know, and you have Lexi, who has a, a serious conversation with him about timelines, which is a more mature version of what Jess did, mm-hmm. if you want to compare the two. Like, she's like, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out where we both stand. I'm confused by Lexi's, by, I mean, we'll jump ahead to her basically eliminating herself off mm-hmm. the show. She dumps Joey, so to speak. Yeah. Um, She finds out, he's like, I want, to get engaged, and then two to three years, then I would get married. Which, based on how this show works, not that crazy. Like, not no, that I mean, weird. Hannah G and Dylan were together for like four years before they got married. It makes sense because just because you you have a ring on your finger and you have proposed, you still do not know each other outside of this like three month. You need people need to date for a year or two right before they get married. That makes sense. At the very least, it's reasonable, you know, and 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 I just I didn't understand if we put together her story from last time, which is like I had a guy end it with. I, I don't know. I It made it harder to believe that the guy ended it because she might not be able to carry a child like or she's dating people like who are ready for kids. And then I, I don't know. It just felt like I was like, I I. It made me doubt that story a little bit more than I doubted it before that someone would be like, you might not be able to have a kid. Get out of my life. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Her if pulling that story... herself out of this herself does make it seem slightly well, more questionable. But I, I can I also kind of hear it because, I mean, you think about all of the factors like um, I don't want to like dissect anybody's fertility or whatever, but that's right. Sort of how it is. Like, you know, I'm 35. I'm not i'm still i would still be able to but it's like time's a ticking low-key listen that that to me makes sense but then it's like then was it why come on this show you know like i yeah oh yeah because you 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 should have thought about that like there's gonna be time before (laughs) this happened she was probably 29 when she was cast for the show when she found out now she's 30 you have like another year before all of this press and everything is done. Then you have to like deal with another two years of uh, getting to know each other, then get married. And then you want to actually be married for a bit before you start having kids. So the timeline right. is that's why I think that's why most of these girls are in their twenties. So, you know, they can start <laughs> right, off young yeah. and grow old while they're waiting. Right. I don't think Lexi was trying to like pull a fast one or doing anything no. like evil. It just, I, no, I don't think she all. like thought through like, I guess, like, if that's your goal, I guess there's a thinking that, like, oh, well, this guy wants to get married, so if we're a hit, we're good to go, and that's quicker than anybody I would meet randomly on Tinder? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it, maybe she just, like, was sitting there and being like, oh, shit, I got shit I wanted to do. It ain't going to happen here, so now I got to get out of here. I don't know. It was just all... I'm not trying to vilify her at all. I'm not, I, no, I just don't. not at all. It was just like it was an interesting um, way to send herself home because the you do know these things kind of going into the show. You have to like think about the math that goes into right. it. And it's like for it to dawn on you here because he and she didn't fault him. But like to have it dawn on you like now it's like. I don't know. I, I don't know how that happens. So, you know, I yeah. It, I guess, you know, 
I've listen. I've I've realized things too late, you know, myself too. So same. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Jess gets sent home, and then the end of the date, Joey gives the rose to Jen. And I will say this. Joey wants a certain type. Mm-hmm. You can tell. He wants a woman who's confident, who is looking to have fun. Yeah, He's looking to like, and Jen is very much that. Every time Jen's hanging out, there's no talk of, and I think like if you ask a guy what his timeline is, he hasn't thought about that. And I'm no. just letting you know that right no, now. That, that is was not Joey's how they. First response. He literally right. went into survival mode when he was talking to Lexi and was like, "All right, what are what are dates that seem like normal for right. me to give?" I mean, like if you look at like when guys get in, they go, "Oh, okay, the next step's that." Okay, like there's a really funny Instagram video or TikTok. I've probably mentioned it before. It's like this woman basically showed on dating apps all these guys that write i don't want a girl who takes herself too seriously oh yeah it's like written like a thousand times and it's like it's like okay i understand the joke and i think it's funny and i do think it's funny that all these guys are writing the same things and like it's it's a little bit vague but if you look into why a guy would write that on our side of things on the apps you do see i want someone who's this and this and this and this and it's like that is someone taking it too seriously. Like, yes. you can want what you want while also having fun with the dating process. Like, and I think Daisy has done that. I think Maria has done that. She, Maria definitely has done that. I want what I want, but I'm sitting here having fun with you. If you're going to leave me, like, I think the, you know, the whole thing of dating is you got to take risks. And if you're not going to take risks, you're just going to cut things short. Yeah. And listen, I'm guilty of not taking risks. I've done that. But when you watch Lexi go, I don't know. I, I need a timeline. You said two years. So now she's cutting something short that could have been something. At the You know, she didn't want to risk the two years that yeah. he, you know. So when you see Jen and she's, you know, we're kissing, we're talking, we're having fun, we're getting, this seems more Joey's. Speed. Hey, I need someone. I need someone who's confident enough to be okay if we don't work out and, and not blame me that I didn't give the right timeline. And I think, I think Jen is very much that I like Jen. I like her in these group dates. She mm-hmm. finds the ways to stand out. Joey notices and she put chocolate get, on fries. Yeah, insane. <laughs> it was gross. That was gross, but she doesn't get insecure about the other times because she takes those moments and makes herself puts herself out there. And, you know, she said, I think later she said that she was falling for him. Do you think that the term falling is getting a little out of control? It's weird. It's like and and it's weird that it's being like he's like it's it's weird that it's like a keyword. It's a keyword. You know what I mean? Like, like it, everybody's like, I'm starting to fall. I'm falling. Right. I don't goes, I don't understand I'm a, I'm a, if I'm it's such a klutz because I'm starting to fall. <laughs> Right. I mean, remember that season? There was a few seasons ago where it was like they couldn't say I love you like they weren't allowed to. And it was like he wasn't allowed to. I think it was uh, like Gabby and Rachel. They were like, we're not because of Clayton was saying, oh, no, he just slept with everyone. I'm trying to think of <laughs> did the wiggle and then, sh- and then did the wiggle after. I was like, yeah. hey, um, I can't remember. No, they- it was like maybe it was Ben Higgins where it was like this big oh, that taboo that he's right. He said, I love you. And you it was like a big what? taboo. Right. Yes. And now it feels like they were like, it, it feels like they have like a, I agree with you. It's weird the way the falling for you thing. It feels like they have like a, a chart 
and oh. like Joey and like like they're all looking at the same chart. It's like, oh, I fa- falling for you. That's number two on the chart, and I'm I've fallen for you. And then like it just feels like they're all playing living off the same. I'm starting to fall. I'm yeah, falling. Yeah. I've fallen. It, but you're right. It was Ben Higgins' season because he told. Lauren and Jojo that he loved them and then when uh when he didn't pick Jojo she was like what the fuck you told me you loved me last night (laughs) right it's I mean it's just a weird thing that like becomes a thing like he and he's even like counting it he's like I got a fallen for you you know like it's like he's like I almost jumped for joy it's like oh I didn't know that can I just see like the the breakdown of of what the levels are you know like i just don't even there's there's a language that seems behind the scenes almost like a producer's yeah. like you can say this you can't say that and it's weird yeah i don't know so it's not a good we have the uh the kelsey t one-on-one date which i like cirque du soleil i'm a big cirque du soleil Same. fan this was love that a hilarious date i was laughing it was great. I I mean, the, they're spinning him around. He looks like he's about to puke. Um, Kelsey T looks unreal. She's in the the leotard. She's jumping around. She looks hot. They're, yeah, she looks so good. <laughs> I, I mean, so they end up going on a nighttime date in this weird place, like Capitol Hill or something. It was and, like a literal, like, I don't know. It looked like a museum, like this gorgeous... It looked like where you'd go to get like your visa or something. Like it was Stop. just like very government. I don't know. There's I'm like, where's the kitchen? You know? So Kelsey then goes into this whole thing about she doesn't talk to her dad or he doesn't talk to her because he, she's not in the religion, the religion of his choosing, which I don't think she got into what exactly that was. No, she didn't. And it was weird to me. Like, I was just like, I don't know. How you can be and I, listen, I, 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 who, who, who's to fault someone not saying that on TV, like getting into like whatever the specifics are, mm-hmm. but you got to marry the person. Like I, I would be like, I need to know what, you know, seance your dad is doing at the house. Like I, I, <laughs> I need to, yeah, that's, it's very true. And it was, I wish she would have. I wish she would have told us what it was because then now I have all these crazy things going on in my head about what it could right. be, but it could turn out just her not, you know, waiting till marriage to have sex. And that's like, really it. I don't like, it could be anything or it could be, you know, he has like 15 <laughs> wives. I don't know. Right. And and the one, I mean, like you're right. Your brain gets into imagination land because like one of the things she did say was like, I went to college and that really pissed him off. And it's like, what right. parent is like no college in my house? You know, I I don't know. It was like it's not so. Now budget, you're like left your so. own. <laughs> it's left. He didn't prepare like Nick Vial did with I some fake Vial. hot takes to make money off of it. So I like I don't know. It's like a you are left to your own devices, and you know she gets a rose and it's a great date. But you're like I don't know how far you can go while not divulging like what's going on i don't don't know like or how close you can get yeah and i also think i think they have like a connection but it's mm -hmm. more surface level like i don't see her staying much longer especially because what we've seen in the women that joey likes is the fun kind of carefree girls and i i think she's slightly more serious and a little just by virtue of this whole conversation reserved just holding back a little like so then she gets a rose we go to the i mean the cirque du soleil performer while they make out was just a funny i just strange it was strange the whole thing then we go to maria's one-on-one maria got the pretty woman date that is something we've seen which is interesting well it's interesting also because they must like like does Sydney? So we had the two on one where it was Maria versus Sydney. Obviously, the producers like Maria or have feel a certain way towards her to give her the pretty woman date. Like that's a big date where you get the dress and you Massive get taken date. out and you get 
It's a big day. And they played it down this time as opposed to other times. Like, they didn't do her with the 17 shopping bags coming back to the women. And, like, the designer of the of the clothes wasn't there, like, styling right. them. She just kind of was, like, in a shop and got to pick out and try it on some dresses. It was, it was a dress-down version of the pretty woman date. But if you're Sydney, are you sitting at home being, like, I got to rethink things. Maybe I was wrong. I like what's the like I the, she's the interview I want. Do you does you watch this? Does Sydney watches and goes everyone's an idiot but me? Like I right. like or she Maria has being friends. Like, Oops. Like <laughs> right. Like Maria seeming right like she seems cool, she seems fun. Like is Sydney sitting at home being like I I want a live viewing of Sydney watching that yes. episode. Like I don't know, I just kept thinking of her. Like yeah, I mean, it goes back to what I was saying. I felt like Sydney and I were watching and seeing two different shows. Like two right. different things were right. happening. And also, it's interesting that Maria got this date because Maria's rich. Like Maria doesn't Maria already has the expensive dresses on the date. So so we have been hearing, and also she has a style. She even said on the date, she's like, I've got a specific thing going. Like, she already has, like, an aesthetic. Yeah. Like, she, you know, this wasn't, like, the idea that Joey was going to choose her dress is, like, crazy. You know, like, but I think this is kind of, you saw on the date, that kind of is, like, a, a metaphor for what he's looking for. Like, I'm going to choose a dress. I'm going to give you shit for the stupid one you chose. I know. I'm going to be... I'm going to be in control, but I'm also going to need you to lead. Like it was very, I mean, the day was very cute. Like, like they go to the helicopter after they're all dressed up and she's like, are we jumping out of a plane? Please tell me we're not jumping. It oh, was like, yeah. she was like that I'm exchange not doing that. Right. <laughs> From the beginning, like not even out of the limo. <laughs> right. She wasn't even out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it is that Kate Hudson to bring it back to that comparison of like, I'm in control, but I'm not in control. I know what I like, but I'm willing I, I, I'm willing to be surprised by you. It, it just had very rom-com-y, very much, um, you know, Maria's very much a vessel for a lot of women on the internet that, yeah, you know, they, they like her. So we talked about the Lexi talk, and then we go to the cocktail party, and he tells... The women, like, I'm afraid that my feelings won't get reciprocated. The women give him a lot of credit. They're like, wow, he's really being open with us. I mean, I didn't, I thought he was being the same amount of open. I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't think it was anything groundbreaking, but they were all like, they took him individually, and they're like, you are amazing. Like, let me reassure, right. let me words of affirmation you really quick, because you always do right. that to us. But maybe we see it because we see the interviews and they're not seeing that. I don't know. I was. Oh, yeah. It was a lot. Good. They were really giving them his flowers. They were like, you know, you're unbelievable. Yeah, they were really his giving. His ego it to was him. pumped up leaving that uh, leaving that night. He right. was like, I'm on top of the world. I just got had all the every single girl tell me how amazing I am. Right. And then there was, a you know, he, he again, Jen plays the piano for him. Jen, all fun. Daisy takes him aside. She goes. You know, if you look at like what he's looking for, Daisy takes him aside and she's like, I got one thing to, to figure out. And it's really important to me. Like she knew that Lexi talked to him about timelines being important. So she's kind of yeah. playing off of that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Daisy ain't no, you know, ain't no idiot. She goes, I got she something that's really doing. important to me. She knew exactly what she was doing. And she goes, I like a foot rub. And it's like, ah, like, like it, it, you could tell like he loved that. That it was all fun and games, all get to know you. Also, like taking your feet out on national television is crazy. Like you have to. It you is know, crazy like knowing you have what, to know that you right. your feet are pedicured and they won't look like weird because the second you get a weird angle or if there's a little bit of like crust or like dead skin, like you're getting blasted. Well, blasted and also. You know, there's men out there who will be blasting um, to <laughs> your feet. There is a <laughs> there is a rabid foot community, um, that, and people foot dudes love a, love a they foot. Love it. Like 
Yeah, like uh, they. So when I saw those, saw the puppies come out, I was like, "There's a boyfriend who has not told their girlfriend what he's into yet." Who's like, "Oh, this is fun." <laughs> like he's like, "Huh? Like, what is this?" Yeah. Comes in and is like, "Do they always do this on the on the episode?" <laughs> this this show's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it does take a certain amount of bravery to put your feet out there. Like, I mean, like there's like people who like post on social media they're like no free foot pics you know like it's like a yeah. joke now but like it is a thing on national tv too like you could and your feet are unpredictable feet are unpredictable they could have looked fair dark on the like you know if you were barefoot for a little bit took your heels off what if they you uh listen no. sometimes i don't cut my toenails for a full month i'm like what am i am i what waiting am I for them to curl over so we go to the rose ceremony and he keeps daisy he keeps kelsey a he keeps rachel that was the last rose i love rachel she's very likable very likable i just love how civilian and normal she is like she's not on like beauty queen like she's showing up in her glasses and like mm-hmm. no makeup and is just doing her own i love her- that so much also, her conversations just are living more normalcy. Like even her, yes. you know, quote unquote horrific backstory. Like if if Rachel knew that like Kelsey T's like my dad hasn't talked to me over religion. Um, Lexi's talking about maybe being, you know, uh, having fertility issues. You know, Kelsey A's talking about her mom passing away. And then Rachel's like, it's hard being a nurse. And it's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like. The trauma that has been dumped on Joey. I've been seeing these TikToks Lots. where um, the girls will make a video. They'll put them together. And it's like the different girls on The Bachelor coming up with a different trauma response being like, um, <laughs> pizza makes me shit my brains out like every time I eat it. And like <laughs> they'll each say something different. Hilarious. Because every time we have one on one date, I'm like, well, what's coming next? I don't know. I can't. Ima- I cannot imagine being Joey. He has had so many, and like you have to give a different reaction about all of them. You have to be. I know. You have to say the right things. Everyone's like, you got to ask the right questions. You got to, you know, I don't know. It, it, it. So then we lose Jess on the group date. We lost Lexi mm-hmm. after their talk. Leia, who Leia's car ride. Well, Caitlin before Leia, Caitlin. I like Caitlyn, but she's gone. Yeah, uh, with the I saw curse that coming. of the family. I saw it coming too. But um, Leia on the you know who was kind of like the she became like the, the pseudo new villain. villain, the new villain, and then. But that was the moment I kind of came to the maturity conclusion. Was her in the car ride home, and it, it was it rang very as old man. Jared over here it rang very Gen Z to me that she was like she was like still talking about how great she was like Gen Z has an enormous amount of confidence that I don't think millennials have and it was still like this like tough talk Mm -hmm. while also realizing she could look bad if she talked shit on Joey yeah so she was like very political but also like I just don't you know, I hope he finds who he's looking for. And they're like, do you have any regrets? And she's like, you know, just I, you know, what you could tell there was a little bit of like, I should have gotten more time. Yeah. She was thinking a lot about what she was going to say in that moment. Like she wanted to let loose a bit because that's kind of right. how she's been the past couple episodes and like voicing her opinion and having that, what you said, tough talk. But she was like, you know, yeah. what? maybe I... Maybe not here. Right. It, it was like Gen Z to me, her age group has that awareness of like what, how this will look mm-hmm. in a different way. Yes. And it felt like she was like stiff upper lip. And to a lot of people, this is your final play to get the right. audience to like, like the limo ride out. This is your last chance to be like, I deserve to be the next bachelorette. Like, or, this is how I, this is my last audition for that role. And she was at the, she's the one with the card. She was at the final rose. So she's been in the, the universe for a long time now, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like she was at the Gary 
after the final rose with like one of the first contestants announced. And I have a prediction that she will be wild at the women tell all. Oh, yes. I see her speaking all the way up at women tell all. And yeah. and like uh I see her being on paradise. I I think she yeah. this is not the last time we'll be seeing her. So let's do some categories. Fantasy suite, hometown, final rose. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know you've never been to Montreal, but I, I had no, a but now, Canada but now specific. I know. I feel like I'm educated you, somewhat. Okay. Via my explanation. Um, so fantasy suite, hometown. Who do you go to the fantasy suite with? Who do you go to hometowns with? Who do you give the final rose to? Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver. All right. So I'm doing... Fantasy suite for Montreal because I feel like I don't really mm. know it. Maybe like a little one night stand type of thing like that could be fun. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm unclear. It's, there, it's I don't know it well enough to commit. Um, I would do hometown as Vancouver. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I feel like the people there are really nice. Like it's a great city. And then I'm giving my final rose to Toronto. Like, I feel like you get the best of both worlds. It's fun. It's a city and it's right by New York. <laughs> right. We we're on the same page, Montreal. Um, no, no, no. We're different pages. Oh, I, you and I same page for final rose goes to Toronto. Okay. I'm a huge Toronto fan. And I'm not just saying that because I'm there this weekend and there's tickets available to my <laughs> Second show, please go to jaredfree.com. But it, and I've been talking a lot with people about Toronto this week just because it's coming up. Yeah. It is like New York City, but they know they're not New York City. So there's a humility. It's clean. It's big. It's the people are great. I'm just, a, I've, I've, I've sang Toronto's praises before. So it's not just because of the shows this weekend. I'm going to give Fantasy Suite to Vancouver. Oh. Vancouver. I don't want to live there, but I do because it's very West Coast to me. I do think it's gorgeous and the people there don't like it enough. Mm-hmm. They they seem to be angry at Vancouver, even though they have the sun, the, the you know, they got the like it's like never snows. Really? They got the mountains nearby. They got the ocean. Very like beautiful. They have everything, but but they they're angry for some reason. But I would go. I, I'd, I'd fuck it. Um, and I'll be there <laughs> and I will be there Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, I, I will be in the Cove for a weekend later this year. Okay. Tickets are not selling well, please. Jaredfree.com. I hometown Montreal because it does feel like once you get out of the, the French stuff, it does feel like Boston to me. It does feel oh, like a home it? to me. It does feel. Yeah, it has a very um, provincial vibe in the same mm. way New England has. So it does, for me, it feels homish. So I give the hometown to that. I need to oh. look up the word right, provincial. Broke out the SAT books today. I was I smiled and nodded, but I'm also like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's a lyricist, <laughs> a poet. That's right. That's me. All right, so I had... For Fantasy Suite Hometown Final Rose, Girls That Went Home, Jess, Lexi, and Caitlin. Final Rose goes to... Caitlin would be hometown because I could just see her being great with family. Lexi would get Final Rose, and then Jess would get Fantasy Suite. Yeah, that's that. That's, but that's my exact pick. Yeah. And, that, and honestly, like... Just getting fantasy sweet. That's just an age thing. It's just like she'd be fun. I feel like she'd be we'd a, have fun... a good time. We go get drunk at a bar in Tuscaloosa or something. And, yeah. <laughs> Tusc- you know, do right. shots. Alabama. First impression, Rose. First impression, Rose. I really like Jen. I think Jen is such a great choice for this show. She's beautiful. She's fun to be around. She's chill. I, I like Jen. I'm with you. She's been nothing but fun. She's been awesome. Um, I gave my first impression rose to Jesse Palmer's energy for Canada. I didn't know he was Canadian. See, I did, and I'm upset with myself that I knew. 
His mom, I think, was like Miss Canada or something. He he's he played in the Canadian Football League. Like he's like he's major Canadian. Like he's been he, he is, and you could tell he just loves being Canadian. And he you know him speaking French. He hasn't been on the show for more than two minutes the whole season except to play tennis with Joey. I know. The minute they're in Canada, he's like, parlez-vous français? You know, he's out there. He's got the beret on. Yeah, it was very funny to see that, like, the one time we see him, he's like a big show-off Mr. Canada wearing the the maple leaf flag. You know, it was just, I, I loved his energy, though. I mean, he needed to be there when, um, who was it that read the date card? Was it Caitlin? It was in French, yeah. and she's reading this. She's like, poor boo, poor Fonse. <laughs> and I was like, this yeah. is tough. Brutal. Brutal. Villain of the week. I said timelines. I think the, the Lexi, her sending herself home, that's like, first of all, really hard because you could tell they had this connection, but... I totally agree with you. You need to take that risk and maybe it will work out and maybe things could change. Like maybe his like, you know what? Fuck it. Like if I love you this much right. and we just and I get down on one knee, maybe he's like, let's do whatever we need to do to get there. But then you also have to think like, well, maybe he didn't argue that because he didn't think he was going to get there. Right. I mean, you play it out. You're here already. Yeah. Like, you know, it. I don't understand. Yeah, I guess I understand, but uh, yeah, my villain of the week is similar uh, maturity. Joey was really good at just sussing out people that weren't really like it's a tough line to walk. Yeah. And you could tell Jess and Leia couldn't do it. And it's the line of I'm fun, but I'm it, it is the line of like cynical and romantic. Yeah, I got I'm I'm romantic, but I'm a, I'm going to be real with you. And the women that are sticking around seem to be walking that line pretty well up to, you know, now. And then the woman that got sent home, like they couldn't figure out the blend of romantic and cynicism, because when you say I'm falling for you before you've had a one on one day, you're kind of too cynical to. To like, let this thing hang in the balance they're just in, trying in to stay opinion. yeah i feel like right. we've been on seasons like previous seasons that they weren't saying you know i'm falling for you until like it was only like three people that would be saying this be like the last episode yeah i'm like this is very soon into the season we haven't even been to hometowns future in paradise leia 100 she's yeah. gonna show up to paradise take no prisoners I think Caitlyn's going to end up in paradise. I just think that she's going to like end up with like some rando that will like be like, remember that guy? You know, he'll be like a character. Like, I feel like it's going to be like, you know, when Screech and Tori Spelling used to get together on Saved by the Bell. Like, you know, she'll end up in like one of those nerd couples. Maybe that Taylor. (laughs) Remember that Taylor guy that came onto paradise and none of us were like, we were like, who is this? And then when. And then he thought his name was called, but she actually called like Tanner's name or something. And he's like, yes. oh, she's going to end up with a himbo like that. <laughs> right. I 100%. agree. 100%. Cringe, Cringe Harrison Award. Um, I had the religion talk of the father. It was just yeah. like, I just needed more information and I understand why she couldn't give it. But like, it's just, it, you know, this is this episode was like. We're 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 now getting into this and it's yeah. like if you hold back, it's going to feel you're going to we're going to feel it more. And what she did was you like whispering the whole time. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I did like her nickname, Joey Joe. Oh, yeah. Did you notice was, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like gave him a little like pet name. That yes. Is cute. My That's Joey cute. Joe. I, I like that. I don't know. We need a nickname for you. I don't. I don't even know. How do you nickname Jared? J Train, Wizard oh, of Oz, the the Climax Czar. <laughs> I can't believe you just rattled all three of those off. Insane. <laughs> the Board Lord. Oh, I knew the Board Lord. I was. I. I we haven't gotten to a Board Lord in a while. 
It's been a while. I don't know. I've held out. I, I was saying the same thing every time. And then I saw like someone else was like, did this video about like how no one ate your board because we didn't want that on the board. I was like, I did that for years. And I was like, I'm seeing repeats of my own shit out there. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I... <laughs> um, I said the cringe Harrison was the 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 ring camera on uh, that was on Joey's face during the Kelsey T date. They got so close up his face when he was like spinning around. It's like one of those. Um, it looks like you're in space. And it's like just his face on the screen and he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. and like clearly feeling <laughs> ill. I was crying laughing. Yeah. He held it together because when you when you feel sick, that is not fun. And I think everyone knows that feeling. Like I almost was like got like a PTSD of like being on a roller coaster where I'm like, that shouldn't have happened that way. You know, yeah. like you know that woozy feeling. Uh-huh. Um, who won the week? I mean, I know we didn't I, I, we didn't get a lot of her, but I just think I I love Rachel so much every time she's on the screen and watching her like small moments with Joey. And I just think she's so normal and real and there's no like um, she's not trying to alter herself. Have you seen that show on Netflix that everybody's talking about um, one day? No, I haven't. Great show, like romantic. Good show. Yeah, very good. Very romance. You're going to cry. But the girls who have seen it, which a lot of you have, she reminds me of from the One Day show. It's She's like the best. I saw someone, Andrew Spencer, has taken up a career in rating rom-coms. And he mentioned something about it being a slow burn. And I was like, not for me, but not, maybe I should go watch it. Not mine. <laughs> NFJ, not for Jared. But, Not for uh, Jared. All right, who who won your week? I had Joey. I just think I I I guess I disagree with Nick Vial. I thought he was. I thought this was like a big week for him to get rid mm-hmm. of. Like, you know, he's in. These are contenders. Um, I thought the language, the French language, won the week. Oh yeah, the date card. I'm just like thinking about right. this poor girl's trying to read it in French, and I'm like, they couldn't have given anyone. You know, who well, also, has like <laughs> taken a high school class in French to figure out how to pronounce this shit. Right. Well, also not trying to get canceled to seem like an asshole. Right. Um, like do the accent and everything. Um, yeah, I think this is a big win for cheap boyfriends who want to take their girlfriends on a trip that is kind of France. I think this oh. might have convinced a lot of women that Montreal is an okay option instead of going all the way to Europe. So if you're a boyfriend that's in like New Jersey and your girlfriend's like, we should do a trip. Montreal is like $200 flight away. You, you're you good, man. Where you can, is you Montreal? Can live it up. Like, I actually don't know where it is on the map. I know it's, it's in Canada. <laughs> I in just Can- don't know like what, where in Canada. <laughs> it's above New York. Um, oh, no, so it's, it's like, near- it's like Vermont. Like, it's like. <laughs> Oh, it's like, yeah, you got to. I remember I drove once. It was like and you're like, I can't believe Vermont is this big. You know, it's like interesting. Yeah. It, OK, it's up there. Yeah, it's um, it's beautiful. It, they did make it look like a crime scene. It did look like a Netflix documentary about a murder. The the the, sh- the scenes they kept showing of Montreal. Yeah. But you could tell they wanted it like Montreal in the fall. This is like, you know, sweaters and whatever. Well, we did it. All right. We will be back next week. I think we only have one more one more episode, I'm thinking, before Hometowns, which I know you love Hometowns. Love it. Can't so, wait. Maria. God, I hope Maria makes it to Hometowns. Oh, my God. I got to see her dad. We've already gotten a preview of him. Kelsey T's dad, like, dancing with a poisonous must, snake or some shit. Must you know, be I don't know. Kelsey T's dad. <laughs> like I gotta meet this guy yeah alright so we will be back next week you can follow us um, on Instagram at The Bachelor you can follow me at K York City and Jared what do we have going on besides Toronto well Toronto this weekend please come then I'm in Chicago those are like there's like a few tickets left and then LA LA I'm getting ahead right now LA we gotta sell that show That there's I'm coming to LA Charleston that's coming up. Royal Oak, Michigan, Vancouver, 
and Minneapolis. Jaredfree.com. Come. The show's fun. I just did. Oh, and if you guys came to the New York show this past weekend, it was awesome. It was just such a cool night. Oh, it was good. It was so good. Two shows, 2,800 people. It was wild. It was just great. So much fun. I'm coming to the L.A. show. So, girlies, if you're at the L.A. show, let's all get together. We can go to the bar afterwards, whatever. We're going to be at the L.A. show. I'm very excited. We'll figure out a good post-game spot. We'll we'll make it happen. All right, deal. When Kay and I, we've done that before. We We have. (laughs) It was San Diego, I think, right? Yeah. San Diego. Yeah. See you next week. The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Samantha Bush, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Samantha Bush. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and at Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.